people of the United Kingdom, we are coming back to the London Podcast Festival. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This year. And if you were worried that our Saturday show had sold out, well, it, it did. So, but guess what? We made it up for you because we added a Friday show. That's right. Friday, September 14th at 7 p.m. We will be doing a second show, a completely different show. Well, not completely different. It's still just going to be me and Tim. But uh, it, it is at 7 o'clock, uh, September 14th. And guess what? Tickets are on sale now at tcgte.com slash live. Come on down. It's going to be a, 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 a real hoot nanny, a real good time. We'll see you there. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of the hosts, Tom. One of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. I got to say my name twice. Yeah. I win. Episode over. How are you doing Every this week? week? <laughs> every week I try to say my name more than you. <laughs> yep. Every week you outsmart Every me. week, as soon as we're done, we tally them up. Yep. And, and I always win. Always two to one, Tom. <laughs> yep. Oh, now you oh, got me the, saying your name. <laughs> the perfect crime. Walked right into my Tom trap. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing this week, Tim? Oh, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing bad, Tom. Good. How are you doing this week? Also bad. Cool. But I have a, a proclamation to make. Ooh. I have decided what the treat of the summer is. It's August. It's mid-August. Yeah. Man. Okay. The you perfect time. The perfect time because I've actually evaluated it. I've evaluated all the treats available on offer. And now the, but the my summer's almost over, so it's time to crown no, a winner. It's not it's not you know, they they reflect on the summer. Like the song of the summer is the song that you listen to throughout the summer. So yeah. it has to be declared aside at the end at what the was end the song of, of the summer. What? No. As sometimes what's the song of the summer this year? Despacito. No. Damn that song's old. Yeah, but it's a it's a, it's a juggernaut. It'll no, never die. I mean, it'll always be a, a famous song. Yeah, but it's no. It will longer... always be the song of the summer. <laughs> no, uh, unless Don Henley uh, comes back with uh, what was Don Henley's big hit? Boys of Summer. Boys, uh, Boys of Summer '09. Right. Hmm. '09. He re-released it. No, next year he could make the the song of the Tom summer. <laughs> Next year is not 2009. <laughs> 2019. I mean, just the last digit. <laughs> Song of the Summer 9. What's the treat of the summer, Tom? <laughs> treat of the summer, Tim, is Italian ices. What What made you... Look, I'm not saying I disagree. I've In all of summer 2018, uh-huh. I, I confess, I've not had an Italian ice. What? You're However, missing out. I went to the scene of the crime, Tom. Uh, oh, we said we wouldn't go back there. I we have said to. They'd, they'd I just have to return. It for sure. No, it's fine. I just needed to to make sure that we 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 got rid of all the evidence. <laughs> okay. 
Um, no, I went to uh, our uh, the pool that we went to as children, where you were a lifeguard. Yes. Yeah, and that's where I ate tons of Italian ices. Mm-hmm. You know what they sell there instead now? Wine. Probably some uh, merchandise related to my time as head as lifeguard. A, as a head lifeguard. There. Were you the head lifeguard? I was like unofficially the head lifeguard. So the answer is <laughs> no. You were not head lifeguard. I was paid like I was. Yeah, but you were not. You weren't in charge of anybody. Yeah, but like nobody respected like, you. No, everybody respected me. It was like the last head lifeguard. He did something bad, so they were like, "All right, no more." Was it like the first season of The Sopranos where Tony? was really the boss, but he let everybody think Uncle Junior was the boss? No, I let everybody know I was the boss. Uh-huh. I still told them I was a head lifeguard, even though I w- technically wasn't. So it was just you walking around lying to everybody? Uh, half of the day. I would also go for a swim a lot of times. Yeah. In the nude? <laughs> no, not in the nude. In board shorts, man. Anyway. No, not board shorts. I would wear a, a, a lifeguard suit. Like a th- full three-piece? <laughs> a full <laughs> three-piece? Yeah, a three-piece suit. <laughs> oh, no, a lifeguard suit. It's a uh, one-piece. It's a unitard. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I, I went back to uh, to that pool in uh-huh. the village where we grew up. Yeah. Um, and I brought my wife, um, as is the style when you're married. <laughs> <laughs> you bring your wife to things. Right. right. And I was like, oh, you're going to love this snack bar. They got Italian ices. They, they've got Andy Caps hot fries. And they got Laffy Taffy. They had Laffy Taffy. No Andy Caps hat, hot fries. Um, and I'll tell you another thing they have back there is dry ice. That if you, uh, you know, throw them a couple of bucks, you can, uh, or like they're distracted, you can take some of the dry ice and do dangerous experiments with it. Tom, <laughs> you're feisty this week. Um, I'm calling this early. Um, uh, every, every episode, every, every, call this episode early, every sentence I've tried to, to say you've interrupted. Uh-huh. Um, I'm look, just, I'm offering you some tips. It happens. Some summertime tips. You can buy dry ice at that place. Explain, continue with your proclamation about, uh, the, no, the, the proclamation's the been made. Uh, they have wine there now though. Yeah. Like instead of. Like the fun stuff we had when we were kids. I mean, wine's fun. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to. I don't want to like sit Do in the ninety-five degree heat mm-hmm. uh, and go in a pool and drink a glass of like Pinot Grigio. Well, do they have like wine spritzers? Those are refreshing sometimes. Mm-hmm. They had they had beer. They only had a uh, Peroni. I think mm-hmm. I had a Peroni. No, oh, well, when hey, in when Italy. In oh. <laughs> um, huh? That's funny. I, when I was there. There was alcohol in that place once a year, and it was during the firemen's party, and we would take all. Firemen don't drink alcohol. <laughs> we would, uh, we would uh, like systematically take, uh, you know, some of that and drink it ourselves. And it was always thinking back. I think they just like put a frit, like a chest out of like a cooler, a cooler, a nice <laughs> chest. chest, a nice chest, not like a treasure chest. An ice chest. Yeah. <laughs> is, that what, is that what everybody called coolers back in nineteen ninety nine? Ice chest. Ice chest. Yeah, you, it's a chest you put yeah, ice. It's a regional term. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they would just leave out for us like Zima and stuff that kids like. <laughs> kids loved Zima. Because thinking back, I was uh, uh, like, I never thought about this until just this moment. It's like, yeah, whenever they had that party, like there was no easily stealable beer. There was like 
uh, one chest they would kind of leave chest, yeah, an ice <laughs> chest far from the party, and that was full of Zima and uh, there's a teen trap, Jack Daniels coolers. Oh, it was a teen honeypot. Yeah, I yeah it. That that whole thing was a teen honey. I remember like getting. It keeps you away from the booze that they want. That was smart. It's not even a honeypot because well, yeah. they didn't follow up on it, right? Uh, no, they would later in the night to the female uh, lifeguards, which turned into a few uh, hmm. uh, altercations. Not like altercation altercations, but uh, heated words, heated rhetoric. Okay. We're basically. Me- I'm not gonna sit here and have you. Uh, Defame firefighters. <laughs> These fire specific firefighters. Name names. I would just I would just come over and casually remind people like, hey, you know, we're all like sixteen, so maybe cool it. Yeah. Stop talking to my uh, these girls I have crushes on. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Why do you think I'm wearing these mirror shades? Cool. <laughs> like uh what was his name in Top Gun? Falcon? Uh, Magnum. No. No, that was... Hawkeye. Yeah, no. I think it was Hawkeye. No, what was his name? That's the name of the new movie. Uh, who knows? Yeah, there's no way of knowing. Tom, what led you to declare the Italian Ooh, ice... The, I'll tell you what led... The treat of the summer? <laughs> the treat of the summer. Yeah. Um, they're on sale at my local supermarket. Like, every other week, it seems like. $2 and you get a box of six of these guys. Wow. They're the best treat. Marino's Italian Ice. I'm not talking about Luigi's Italian Ice. I'm not sure I'm familiar with uh, Luigi's Italian Ice. Yeah, it's a, it's Marino's a supermarket comes in, brand. Marino's comes in the yellow. Yeah, the, yeah, yellow, the, the traditional Italian Ice that we all know and love. However, they've gotten with the times. I mean, actually, probably not really. It's probably worse for the environment. No longer uh, paper cups. Now they are plastic. That's worse. Yeah, that's objectively <laughs> worse. <laughs> But it's less messy to eat because you don't punch through the bottom nearly as often. Well, maybe you just calm down when you're eating it a little bit. Oh, it's hard to calm down. Tim, I can tell you haven't had one in a while. The the bottom is the best part because it like crystallizes. It crystallizes. Yeah, Except the, the chocolate sh- one. The chocolate one kind of doesn't do that Tom, often. Here's my, my, my feeling on the chocolate Italian ice. What are we doing here? It's too much. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to add chocolate into the this chocolate mix. Italian ice. Keep it healthy. Keep it with the fr- the the fruit. The fruit flavor. Uh, the chocolate Italian ice is a very divisive uh, yeah. subject because some people love it. Yeah. Some people that's all they like. That's fine. Yeah. But then don't say you like Italian ices, or just say you like <laughs> chocolate Italian ices. Look, <laughs> I don't be care. Clear up front. Don't don't. You know uh, what? I honestly me. don't care. About anybody's Italian ice preference. They're only like 100 to 120 calories each. Too. Wow. What a, what a. And it's one serving per? One serving per. It's not yeah. bad. It's not bad for a treat. Yeah. How and many do you eat in a sitting? Six. I have an entire box because the box is only it's $2. $2, yeah. yeah. You you base your meals on how much they cost, right? Yeah. Not, not uh, the, how much. Like the calories and all that, that's how they're trying to trick you. Yeah. Into making their product last longer. You just got to go by how much it costs. Yeah. $2. How much would an ice cream cone cost at Baskin Robbins? Um, $5? No. Three forty-nine. For what size? Child. Come on. Why are you you buying child? I bought it for my wife. Why are you married to a child? Tom. Yeah. 
I want to talk about something. Uh, maybe I'll make a proclamation uh, of my own. Uh, this isn't just about the summer, Tom. Mm. It's about the rest of my dang life. <laughs> what is? The proclamation I'm about oh, to Oh, okay. I thought you were saying today's episode. I was like, today's episode's not about the summer? No. It's, it's Tom, you're, you're on thin ice this week. <laughs> thin Italian ice. <laughs> That's that's thick ice. That's uh yeah, it's the best kind of ice. Yeah, flavored ice. <laughs> Man, am I, Tom, you're on flavored ice this week. Boy, I'd be <laughs> thrilled if you said that to me. <laughs> yeah, a pig and shit. <laughs> uh, Tom, my proclamation is uh, for the rest of my life, I'm gonna be uh, a runner. Uh, I'm gonna be a no. guy who runs, a long distance runner, uh, medium distance runner. What's a medium distance? As fast as I can. What? That's not. <laughs> I mean, as, as I, far as I can. Yeah, I didn't ask. <laughs> no, I, it won't be as fast as I can. Right. As fast as you can run a medium distance. You want to know my problem with running? What? I always get out of breath. Yeah. It uh, also, it also, mm-hmm. my legs get tired. Yeah. Two common complaints you often hear about running. Yeah. But that's that's for amateur runners like myself. Mm-hmm. I ho- hope to work my way up uh, through novice to uh, advanced beginner, mm-hmm. uh, all the way to uh, professional runner, professional runner, yeah. professional Olympian, professional Olympic runner. Well, why limit yourself to just every four years? You can just be a professional runner. Watch you on TV during the races every week. Hmm. They don't televised running races on tv except during the olympics right uh no they do like uh some big track and field events once in a while especially like right after the olympics are over and people are like oh i think the sport i really like is running now like you uh so i like doing it. i don't like watching it they'll put like another track and field event that's my uh policy on everything (laughs) i do it i don't watch it they uh they'll put like another track and field event on like a couple of weeks later and yeah. people will be like, Oh, look at this. Every year the that. NBC executives are like, Well, this is the year that we maintain <laughs> some of the Olympic audience with yeah. these random uh track and field uh broadcasts from like a high school <laughs> track in Kansas. Yeah. It's like, ah, get out of here. Looks like we won't have to renew Fraser this year. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the track and field events to rely on. Guess now. what? You'll always have to renew Fraser. It'll yeah. never go off the air. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so wait, have you been running? Yeah, I've been running a lot, Tom. Miles. Uh, well, okay. How many miles? One, two? Yeah, usually around two, three. Oh, I was thinking like cumulatively. Cumulatively, I would say in the teens. Oh, okay. Yeah. When did this start? A couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. I've Who been got running. into it? Uh, I'm fat, Tom. Uh-huh. Do you know this about me? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say you're fat, but like I'm out of shape, mm-hmm. and it's only gonna get worse. Uh, turns out, uh, <laughs> mid thirties, yeah, everything goes to shit. It, well, I, I think it it's only just starting too. Yeah, it's only gonna get worse, right? Right. And I really, I this isn't this isn't uh, a joke, Tom. I mm-hmm. realize like, like I got a choice to make here. Mm-hmm. There's two paths, and uh, one isn't gonna be pleasant. Uh, <laughs> But the other one isn't going to be pleasant either. And that's also what I learned about life. It stinks. Okay. Life stinks. My proclamation was better. I mean, I really had nothing bad to say about Italian ices. Yeah. They're cheap. They're delicious. Yeah. Low in calorie. No, running stinks. 
Okay. As I mentioned earlier, you get out of breath all the time. <laughs> uh, what? So what kind of running are you doing? In a circle? How um, tight of a circle? Five feet? Five foot circle? You just do it in your apartment I now? I, you know, I, I started doing that for the... Well, the, yeah, you got to start somewhere. Exactly. Um, I, obviously, I'd get dizzy. Uh, I fell through my coffee well, table. You're running my wife, too fast. My wife hit me with the, the rolling pin. Yeah, well, it's her right. She does it whenever I screw up. Well, you're always screwing up. I know. Rolling pin to the head. Man, <laughs> that would kill somebody. <laughs> You'd at the very least give you a concussion. Yeah, the husband of the locker <laughs> should be, by all accounts, should be dead. He's got CTE real bad yeah. by now. Yeah, Loretta, you, you should feel bad about yourself. I don't remember what Mr. Lockhorn's name is. Well, uh, well at least you're showing him the proper respect and calling him Mr. Lockhorn. <laughs> and for anyone not aware, this was a, a newspaper comic strip between it's, it's, about it's, a couple that hated each other. Yeah, why didn't the Lockhorns just... Uh, get di- divorced there's nothing wrong with that i think every once Sometimes in a while things just don't work i think out. like every like few months they would have like a sweet comic and then you'd be like ah oh, they really love each other man leroy lockhorn this is this leroy lock that's his name yeah leroy which, and loretta lockhorn yeah they've Leroy's, got very illiterate alliterative names leroy's name his name isn't referenced very often, right? Because he's always complaining about Loretta. That's yeah. why you hear. Her but listen name to more. this this description of him: <laughs> the man of the house who drinks a lot, plays golf too much, and chases ev- everything good-looking in a skirt. Sounds like my husband. He's like, uh, look at. He's actively looking to cheat on his wife, and we're sort of like, <laughs> like, I yeah, but I he's... like it better when it's like, hey, uh, these people hate each other, but like they have no other. Options or desires. <laughs> I wouldn't say that he's uh, a skirt chaser, that guy. I would say he's a leerer. Yeah. He would leer at attractive younger women, but he held no uh, preconceived notions that he had any shot with them. Right? Like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't like, ask uh, young girls for, young women for their phone numbers or anything. No, I mean, not that... Uh Loretta Lockhorn uh, mm. is the woman of a house yeah. of the house, of not just any house, the Lockhorn's house. Uh, she's a shopaholic yeah. who drives and cooks terribly mm. and does most of the handiwork around the house because either Leroy is too lazy to do it or because he feels she sh- he should she should earn all the money she spends. Yeah. Oh, she's on an allowance situation. Sounds like my wife. What? Loretta? Your Loretta. Wife, Loretta. She sounds like my wife, Loretta. Yeah. I was pausing so everybody at home could catch their breath after laughing at your <laughs> joke. <laughs> or if they're running and they need to catch their breath. Exactly. Oh, my number one, Tim's <laughs> tip for running, number one. Number, you're starting at number one? Yeah. Oh, it's in no particular order. It's not a countdown. No, it's um, it is in a particular <laughs> order. Starting starting with one <laughs> is the definition of, of of something happening in order. Okay, so this is the most important tip. Yeah, um, if you need to stop and catch your breath, do it. Yeah, it's not going to get any better. Yeah, although that's not <laughs> I don't true. Know if that's a great tip. What <laughs> if you have to stop to catch your breath? I'd say like slow down. Yeah, but keep going. If the opportunity, if if the necessity to catch your breath arises, mm-hmm. best to err 
on the side, on the safe side, and catch your breath. Do you lest re- it get away from you forever and you die? <laughs> so speaking of that, do you remember the first time you ever had the wind knocked out of you? Um, no, and I don't know that I've ever actually had the wind. Knocked what? Out of me. Yeah. Oh man. I'm not a very adventurous person. Let's knock the wind out of you on a show. I'd rather not do that, actually. <laughs> no, you've never had the wind knocked out of you. It's a crazy sensation. You feel like you're dying. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I feel like I'm dying most of the time. <laughs> no, you haven't had the like, wind knocked out like of you. Just like talking to somebody important, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm dying. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, get, stepping into a, a semi-crowded subway train, mm-hmm. existing, running for more than a few feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, having the wind knocked out of you is a real eye-opener. I had a very formative experience, uh, a friend of mine, Jimmy, when we were little. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were playing on his back uh, deck mm-hmm. of his house, and it was up, like, you know, stairs up and, like... So probably, like, half a floor up? Yeah, I would say it's probably uh, an eight-foot drop okay. from the top of the railing where we were standing. Yeah, so like half a floor and then the, the railing. Yeah, and uh, he was like... Probably uh, a partially submerged basement? Um, No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Yeah, half in, half out. Yeah, can't half can't make up its mind back out of the basement. Yeah, it's a classic uh, will-hear-won't-he basement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was, uh, standing and he said, if you want to be an army man, you have to jump off this, uh, this, this railing. On, and on he was a recruiter at the time. See, that's how he had presented it to me. Right. But luckily, luckily for me, how I decided I didn't even want to be an army man. Well, I don't want to die you? in a war. What? How old were you? I think we were four. Okay. Maybe five. Yeah, that's, my... a, that's a little early to because that's a big commitment joining the military. Yeah, and uh, he was he was he was acting like oh, it's not big. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, the test is pretty simple. Yeah. You just have to jump off this railing. Yeah, and that's so like basic training. I decided I'm not. I'm and then not... we'll drop you in a, a whatever the current theater is. Of yeah, war. exactly. It's like I'm not letting Uncle Sam Sam uh, send me to the <laughs> desert. Did you think he was Uncle Sam? <laughs> Uncle Sand, right? Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Sam. Yeah. Samuel. Yeah. Is that his name, Samuel? Uh, I guess it is, but he's always real. I, he's the kind of guy I think that would correct you and say, "Hey, it's Sam. Samuel is my father." Why? George Washington. Mm. Uh, why do you think uh, he? Uh, they they were like, "Here, this is the guy that's gonna represent the United States. Let's make it a real creep with bony hands <laughs> to point at you." Why are his hands so bony? I don't think he was necessarily... Make him handsome. (laughs) He is handsome. Uncle Sam is handsome. He's a silver fox. He's an old man. (laughs) Look, old is in, man. Is it? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, Name one old person that's respected right now. Mm. Can't. You've got me there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Patrick Stewart? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but he's not even Amer- is he American? No, I think he I think he's an American citizen now, but yeah. he wasn't born here. He was born in uh, England. <laughs> going by judging by his accent. Well, you can't judge a man by his accent. Um, but Uncle sometimes they fake it in these movies. These Hollywood <laughs> people, you don't know what's going on. Uncle Sam was, uh, I think, mostly created to for like recruitment. So they were like, who do, what, what? Yeah, who what, does everybody want to impress? No, a but bony-handed old man? They didn't have to go after everybody. They had to go after like 18-year-old men. 
yeah. what eighteen year old men like? Why uh, not get a uh, 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 a fox? That's what they would do for the uh, for the uh, the shows for the boys. What do they call those? See how carefully I chose my words there. <laughs> <laughs> not getting into trouble this <laughs> and to be clear i meant a literal fox like an animal yeah people yeah. are like hey animals are cool foxes this- are sneaky though yeah exactly that's who exactly who i want to lead me into war sneak <laughs> sneak anyway so jimmy was like if you want to be an army man you got to jump off this uh, uso deck. that's what i meant to say yeah. uso shows. what did you say earlier shows for the boys <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate uh and he was like, one, two, three, and he jumped off. And I didn't jump off because I decided I didn't want to be in the army. Uh-huh. It's too big of a commitment. Oh, a deserter. Yeah. <laughs> he just belly flopped onto his back lawn and just, uh, he went, <gasps> and that was the first time Jimmy got the wind knocked out of him. <laughs> okay. And I looked at him, and I thought, well, I never want to be like this poor bastard. Yeah. I'm I never going to get the wind knocked out of me. I bet the look of terror in his eyes that you saw. Yeah. I was, I was so terrified I just ran home. <laughs> because that's what... Yeah. I was like, up, oh, I got to leave him. Leave him for dead. I can't, I, can't be, I can't be associated with this. Wow. So two strikes against you being in the army. Though. Yeah. Uh, no, when you get the wind knocked out of you, man, like it feels like uh, your breathing stopped working. And like you're about ten seconds See, away just from just you dying. saying that, like uh, I can't breathe right now. Yeah, and that noise you make of the <gasps> is yeah, you trying to I breathe know, in, I, but your lungs knows. aren't inflating. Ah, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, we know. I haven't had the wind knocked out of me in weeks now. And <laughs> we should, uh, when we're in London doing these live shows, <laughs> oh, we should bring a two time. by four just to. Uh, w- without warning, we'll have a you a, have to do it a fox a sneak on warning. stage that'll. Uh, Hit us with a two by four right oh, in the chest. Tim, this is how Houdini died. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think my legacy would be as uh, as as good as Houdini's <laughs> if I were to die on stage this this upcoming tour. But instead of like ah, uh, Houdini uh, claimed like he could withstand any punch. Yours is just gonna be Tim's never had the wind knocked out. Yeah, of so him. my asshole hit him with the two by four. Yeah, knocked the wind out of him for good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm starting to run. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are you a runner, Tom? Do you run ever? Uh, not frequently, but I've I have run. Um, you ran. I've run. Yes, I've, I used to run. You ran. I used to ran. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was on track in high school. For what? Uh, mostly for shot put and discus. Uh, I was going to say, uh, on track to, uh, live in a gutter one day. <laughs> yeah. And I barely beat the odds. Uh, but I would have to like run sometimes. Bring up your grades, Tommy. They would all say. <laughs> I had to, uh. Uh, run sometimes, but I at first I hated it, but then I did start to like it. I did start to enjoy it. Yeah, like here's the thing. Uh, you always think it's be. I ran cross country in mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah, so that's like long distances through yeah. the woods. I hated it. Yeah. I hated every second of it. And then everybody would talk about uh, like finding in, in, pornography in, in the woods. In, well, that you weren't allowed to. You had to stay on the main trails. Well, if you jogged in place while you were checking out, you know, some you couldn't go off waterlogged penthouse. You couldn't go off on those oh. trails. That, uh, that well, worked. that's even more incentive to run faster, so you can get far. Did enough everybody ahead. have that? Like 
our high school, you joined cross country, and then mm. we just went to the woods and and just ran yeah, for hours in ran, the woods. Ran loose. Uh, yeah, I mean, some cross countries they don't have woods to run in. I guess. Yeah, sucks for them. Yeah, well, and these were woods with a path, like what, do a they have horse like the path. The prairie. Um, sometimes yeah, sometimes the prior to prairie or like the desert or the around desert. a lake, something mm. like that along the beach. Oh, that's too strenuous. Along the rim of a volcano. Wow. I'm just thinking of all the different biomes I can think of. Yeah. Well, um, what else, Tom? The moon, the moon itself, Mars, not Venus, too gaseous. Not enough ground to yeah, run on. Yeah, you can't really. You can't breathe down there. You hear about uh, people want to go to Venus now instead of Mars? Really? Yeah thing is on venus i think the the atmosphere is like helium or something okay so everybody will sound uh, funny hello. yeah it's us from venus uh well presumably they wouldn't open the windows but uh the idea in venus i think that nah, it's not helium it's something it's very buoyant atmosphere where they're basically saying like we could go to venus and make like uh hot air balloons real easy so that's and what then everybody can just uh float around venus but don't go down. It'd be like everybody'd have to live like the Jetsons on Venus, because once you get close to the uh, actual ground, it's uh, bad. It's deadly. I wouldn't want to live. Uh, I guess if you fall into the ocean, it's it's deadly. <laughs> it's true. <sighs> and you've been living on that floating pon- uh, pontoon for God knows how long now. Yeah, uh, I would. Would you live on a houseboat? I'm thinking uh, that might be nice. Uh, it'd be nice, but boats in general are like a real pain in the butt to uh, upkeep. I'd and have maintain. somebody. I'd <laughs> have somebody doing it. Oh, you so see, you'd have somebody living on the boat to maintain it. No, they'd be on the next boat over. Okay. Hey, Lou, come check on my boat. <laughs> yeah. I'm going out. Check on my boat. You're only allowed on the boat when I'm not here. <laughs> right. And so I got one of those Nest video cameras on it too, so you can't you can't uh, rifle through my yeah, things. Yeah, I'll know if you do anything. Uh, so you would keep the boat close to shore all the time. You know what? That would be my biggest fear. Uh, I mean, a lot of houseboats aren't meant for like seafaring. Yeah. Well, what uh, my, my one of my biggest ocean. fears would be somebody would come and cut the rope <laughs> while I'm sleeping at night. Well, that's why you need an anchor. You need an anchor for this stuff? You don't need an anchor, but if you're afraid of somebody cutting... What if somebody cuts the anchor? Oh, that's a chain. You're going to hear that. Yeah, what if they cut. undo the chain? I'm a very deep sleeper, Tom. You can't undo a chain. Yeah, you, you, you have to use like a blowtorch or something to undo it. What? There's a way to unhook it. I don't think so. Um, what uh, if you maybe there's a way to like screw it into the boat. Yeah, there's a way to like blowtorch it off. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, but if you go underwater and blowtorch <laughs> it at the source. Yeah, it's true. You're not going to hear it. I'm not going to hear that. Yeah. I'm busy snoring. And you, you might hear some extra bubbles and just think nothing of it. When you ran, did you run uh, outdoors or did you uh, run on the treadmill? Uh, I have pri- that was actually one of the things I I wanted to bring up. I've primarily been a outdoor runner, an outdoorsman. Yeah, a real man of the woods. Like you Justin like to Timberlake. hear the the rubber soles slap in the pavement. Yeah, or the dirt. 
or the track or the floor the ground of the woods that's all the brush yeah nice um yeah i'm a i'm a treadmill man now tom oh look at you just on that treadmill just chasing that that carrot that cheese in front of no, you no you get to watch property brothers on a tv that's like uh like six inches away from your face yeah you know what i mean it's I, fine it's the best way to watch property brothers gasping for air <laughs> probably, probably but it's also like one day if i keep at it i'm gonna look like one i'll of be one of the brothers. property yeah. brothers hopefully not the weird one the third brother you've yeah. seen the third uh-huh. brother yeah he's like kind of goth right that's his thing yeah, he's goth and he's got a messed up face, I think. <laughs> I think he's got the regular Property Brothers face. <laughs> Just in a different package. Yeah, I think it probably looks messed up for the same reason why they say like we don't like uh to look at pictures of ourselves. I like looking at pictures <laughs> of myself, Tom. <laughs> what are you talking about? I spend a lot of my free time. Yeah. No, but like People get used to looking at themselves in a mirror only from certain angles. So then when you see a photograph of yourself, that's why so many people, uh, when they see photographs of themselves, go, oh, my God, I look so ugly. Uh, because they're Who seeing says this they're, they're people. Hmm. They're seeing it from a different angle. And it and your brain Getting another perspective. Well, your brain is just like, no, that's not you. That that's like. That's so you're saying that I'm seeing <laughs> a third property yeah. brother, and it, my brain is is. Uh, yeah, is it's confused. like that's not what a property brother looks like. Yeah, this isn't a proper property brother. Yeah, your brain has got the model of what a property brother looks like down pat. Right. And it's got two... I don't know. They change their looks sometimes, No, but Tom. it's got two examples to go Sometimes by. one of them has uh, stubble. I think I thought a lot of times one of them has stubble. Yeah, but sometimes he doesn't. Well, that's just... That's misleading. One wears a suit, one wears flannel, so you know which one uh, <sighs> sells and which one builds. Thank goodness. Yeah. And the other one uh, dresses like a witch or something, so you know he's the I third think one. So. And he's got a he's got a haircut like Chris Angel. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Tom. Yeah. Let's say uh, you and I, we're going to have a race. <laughs> okay. Like Batman, not Batman, like Superman and the Flash. Yeah, or Batman. Get Batman. Nah, Batman the... can't really run that fast. He's got Why a lot not? of armor on. So he doesn't have like a thing in his utility belt that like makes the He's got a grappling gun. move fast or something. Yeah, he's probably got like booster feet sometimes when yeah. he needs them. But the Flash and Superman. That's... He doesn't have rocket skates? <laughs> it, Some... seems, it seems foolish that uh, Batman would leave the Batcave without rocket skates. They, you know what, he used to bring them out, but then he was like, you know, I'm not using these things. Just weighing me right, down. Right through a wall one time. Went <laughs> right into yeah, a whoa, wall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, if, if you were saying, if we were in a race, like Superman and the Flash. Yeah, for a mile. To see who the fastest man alive was. Who do you think would win in a mile long Ooh, run, me or you? You, because yeah. you've run in even the recent. In the last five years. <laughs> history, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not so sure, by the way. Yeah. But uh, I'll take the win. Thank you. That was very gracious of you, Tom. <laughs> no problem. Uh, when you run, uh-huh. and this probably won't come up for you, um, one third of the options here. Uh, do you listen to music? Mm-hmm. Do you listen to podcasts? Or do you not listen to anything at all? I like l- a complete <laughs> goddamn psychopath. I listen to my internal monologue, which is going left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, so I don't screw anything up. Sometimes you should go left right foot, foot, right foot, right foot, foot, right foot. Right foot. Yeah. And no, that's when I, uh, I take a real big tumble. See, the, the world's best runners can just... <laughs> it comes to them naturally. Yeah, hit, they don't even have yeah, to remember it. Exactly. I hope to get to that point. Yeah, it's just muscle memory. I listen for them. to a lot of music uh-huh. where the only lyrics are left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. <laughs> right. You know, those makes songs? it easier. Yeah. Um, do you ever have this? Is probably like a dream analysis thing. Uh, I mean, I know it is, but uh, <laughs> I always have dreams where I'm trying to run and I can't. No. Oh, God. I'm like constantly having dreams where I'm like trying to run and it's like I'm underwater. Tom, like that's how I'm moving. I'm like, Ugh, like straining so hard to run. You feel like there's something you should be going after in life. Maybe, but and, something and something's is, holding is, me is back. Holding you back. And wow, I think that's, that's something. a very good uh, dream analysis. Tim, yeah. you should be a psychic. I I think it's it's more science than than <laughs> true, sorcery, yeah. Tom. Uh, well, you, I've been telling you for years you should be a scientist. Thank you, and. Here's the thing. I think that thing that's holding you back uh-huh. is me. 
<laughs> okay. You know I'll just mock you for following your dreams. Anything you do that you think will better yourself, uh-huh. your situation, your sad, sorry situation, you know I'll well, be like, Tim, now you're just uh, reinforcing it. Tom Reynolds, you'll never be you'll never amount to a hill of beans. Yeah. Everybody says so. I'm always trying to in my dreams, I'm always trying to run up a hill of beans. Yeah, no. Nope. That's why I keep you'll sinking never, into the beans. You'll never do it. No, I'll do it one day. Mark Tom, don't even try. Here's my message to you. Don't try. Um, what were we talking about before? You're running. Uh, yeah, oh, what I are you listening to? Oh, what am I listening to? Um, you know what? I'm the kind of guy. Wait, what were your options again? Music, mm-hmm. podcasts, right. or nothing at all. Uh, I'm usually listening to music. What kind of music? Fucking rock and roll, man. Yeah, man. You can't run to anything else unless I realize this I is my to go-to. I listen to Jumping Jack Flash on repeat. Wow. I listen to Gimme Shelter. Nice. Yeah. Well, you repeat. have like a, that's a soulful run then. Yeah. I'm. A, you know what? When you run as often as I do and for as long distances as I do, one, mm-hmm. two, sometimes 2.75 <laughs> miles. Uh-huh. You really gotta you gotta lean into it with your soul, otherwise yeah. you're not gonna survive. I'm a soul survivor, they say. And you're you're jogging, listening to Gimme Shelter. You're jogging in a gym on a treadmill, thinking like, boy, this could be a Scorsese movie right now. Yeah. Oh, where's Marty? Yeah. Where's Marty behind hey, the Marty, camera? Marty, I got a good shot for you right here. It's me on a treadmill. Yeah. Listen to Oh Gimme Yeah, and it's me just you know. Just try and make your dreams come true on the yeah. treadmill. Hey, it'll be as famous as the spaghetti scene in The Godfather. <laughs> What's the spaghetti scene? Uh, they all get together and they eat a spaghetti. Oh, I thought it was like like a food fight scene. No. I've never seen never. any of The Godfather movies. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> there has to be a scene where somebody gets so mad they throw spaghetti at another guy. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Hey, come on. What are you doing throwing the spaghetti? Uh, throwing the spaghetti around. Spaghetti. I don't think they call it that, but uh, well, you don't know. You've never seen it. I've never. I actually did watch The Godfather one time, but I don't remember anything about it. He <laughs> put the gun in the toilet, or he got the gun out of the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a big difference. <laughs> I think it was behind the toilet. Well, somebody Not had to put it in there to begin with. It was probably him. <laughs> it was behind the toilet. It wasn't in the toilet. If he took the gun out of the toilet and gave him to shoot somebody, it would just go like click, click, You like, never saw ah, the it's movie. It's all waterlogged. You think a gun can't, fi- can't fire if it's wet? It can't. Most can't, no. How do you know? I know. I've seen James Bond movies. He's shooting underwater at He's points. He's got a special gun. He's got an auto- underwater gun. How do you know that Michael Corleone didn't have that gun? Because he has an FQ. He doesn't have Q. If the beginning of every Godfather movie was somebody giving gadgets to the Godfather. <laughs> oh, man. I would be so in on that movie. It was just like, oh, this might look like a regular cannoli, Michael, but it's not. <laughs> it's a special uh, explosive cannoli. It's racist. <laughs> you put this cannoli on a table and you tell somebody to forget about it. It goes off. Do you think I have the discipline to run a marathon, Tom? <laughs> Based on <laughs> running one, two, sometimes even 2.75 miles? Yeah, I'm just a, a couple weeks into it, Tom. Yeah, I mean, maybe set your sights more reasonably. I'm not saying I'm going <laughs> to run a marathon, ne- uh, marathon like, next week. But I think it's in October, right? 
Tom, there the are York, many marathons. Well, you're going to fly to a different city to run a marathon? I would. I would go to the Disney World Marathon if I was properly trained. Mickey's cheering you on, and Goofy, and Pluto. Are they? Yeah. What, do you think they have a Disney World Marathon without uh, Mickey well, and Goofy and Pluto? Yeah, but I imagine they're like at the starting line and the finishing line. They're not like holding water. Yeah, like, Did I say they going. were holding water? You said they're cheering you along. Yeah, from the f- starting no, line. No, that's I think, not I cheering think, along. I think, I think they put characters... Uh, uh, they, it's Disney, man. It's an immersive experience. It's true. I watched like one of these uh, YouTube videos about like something with Disney lately. How to kidnap children from <laughs> Disney World. Why would I? Hey, why would I watch that? And why would that be? Everybody knows you take the kid in the bathroom you and you dye, their, dye hair. their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did that that had to have happened? No, at least I think once, I read right? on Snopes like it is never ever. There's like never been a case of that happening. Who's gonna tell? But it was in like <laughs> it was in. Like a made-for-TV movie or something. Uh. Um, uh, no, I watched like some recent thing about Disney World. And I was like blown away by the it technology. It would be just as effective to put a hat on the kid <laughs> than to dye their hair. Yeah. They're not wa- running around pulling goofy hats off kids. No, I mean, if you somebody's... You change a shirt, that's all you got to do. If somebody's kidnapping somebody, I would think that their ultimate goal is like get this person away from here as quickly as possible. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, let me go in the the bathroom and dye hair and give a new haircut. Disney World just seems like a like the worst place to go to to steal a kid because they're on the they're on the they're on the lookout for I people don't trying like to steal line kids. Line of conversation. <laughs> they are on the lookout. They are right. I would the hope main so. Thing that I, I think Disney it's World's about is like there's a lot of kids here. Let's make sure a scoundrel doesn't make off with one of them. Yeah. Well, that's why I'd imagine if you come there alone, like a, especially as like a adult man. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we got our eye on you. Like, guess what? You want a special experience. Donald's going to be with you all day. My, uh... And Donald's a cop. My aunt and uncle uh-huh. and my cousins went to Disney World one time. And uh, they were out to dinner at, like, one of, like, you know those, uh, those like, fanciest sh- uh, <laughs> uh, places that they have at the hotels? You know, like the... the yeah. Like the, the restaurants there? Mm-hmm. And, like, my cousins were, like, you know, young. Like, you know, youngest was three. Okay. And, like, the oldest was, like, maybe eight. They're sitting there having dinner. And, like, it's Disney World. So, like, mm-hmm. uh, hey, it's a, there was a man at the next table. And his dining companion was a doll. <laughs> was a... <laughs> Wait, this is recently? This was, like, like, maybe 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Or, like, 15 years ago. Okay. And this man sat down. Like uh, like uh, a person-sized doll or no, a doll-sized doll? No, a doll-sized doll. Okay, so like the size of a baby. Right. Mm-hmm. Sitting in the chair across the table. Okay, because otherwise I was going to say it would be weird. He presented her with a gift and opened it. It was Sounds like, like a, a perfect doll. gentleman. But like, it was a new, wait, what was it? It, it was, was a, a car? It was a dress for the doll oh. or, or something. But <laughs> here's the thing. Like the waiter, like, the hell like we're here with our, with our, our children like yeah. and they're like we're keeping an eye on him it's fine he's here all the time he comes here like this is their anniversary dinner <laughs> but like uh so I, I i feel like uh disney's got their eyes on the creeps there right yeah but that's not a good example that's like we've hey we'll let him in 
We'll let them be extremely creepy. I mean, he bought two meals and he's just one man. Yeah, but they're probably they're taking that uh, doll's meal and serving it to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know. <laughs> also, I I imagine that Disney's like well off enough financially that they're not like, hey, two meals. I mean, who are we to turn it's them 1895 away? Eighteen ninety five for this for this <laughs> yeah. entree. Hey, two customers. That's more than anybody else that would take that. Yeah. Seat. I mean, two meals, but they're taking up two spots at the restaurant. Yeah, but they're filling it up. It makes it look like a vibrant place. You want to make it look like a vibrant place if there's a man eating with a doll. I've never gone into a restaurant and been like, ah, place seems kind of dead. Oh, no, never mind. There's a man with a doll sitting over yeah, there. Yeah, what, let's oh, hang out. Look at that nice new dress that doll is wearing. Yeah. Somebody who really cared about her must have bought her that. Yeah. There's a lot of love in this relationship. Oh, it must uh this must be uh like an event, an anniversary or something. Yeah, and it was an anniversary. <laughs> they got like a the the cake to celebrate. Oh my yeah, that's too much. Because yeah, they're not just drawing much. attention. Yeah, friggin' Disney should have done something about And this. um I'm always like, look, I hate whenever people are like, Hey, how am I gonna explain that to my kids about this? Yeah. Because it's always like that's your problem, not mine. Explain yeah. it to your kids. But that is something yeah, where you it's can, like... You can tell your people that... You can tell your kids that gay people exist, right? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, how am I going to explain seeing uh, two men on a date? You tell them you those, those men, men are, are in love with date. each other yeah. and they're on a date. Yeah. But, uh, not everybody on dates are in love with each other. So. What? Well, that I'm not explaining. Is this why you kids. don't go on a lot of dates? Because yeah, you feel like you have to I'm fall in love. love with somebody. Oh, uh, no, them. you're doing it all wrong. Uh, but yeah, trying to explain, uh, like, uh, like. Yeah, I, exactly. There's I, like a three-year-old at the table here. Yeah. And they're going to ask, like, what's going on over there? And you're like, honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's I mean, platonic. Look, I don't want to sh- I don't want to yuck anybody's yum here, Tom. But uh-huh. like, I would be. Uh, standing up and being like, shame, <laughs> shame. <laughs> what kids are he? Yeah, try and get uh, Goofy to come. Yo, shame. So let's say, Tom, I'm running every other day. Yeah. So either three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. Depending on how long the week is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, t- I, I, was, I was pitching this the other day. <laughs> or yesterday. Why don't we go to even-numbered weeks? What? Who are you pitching it to? <laughs> my Nobody. Wife. <laughs> my long-suffering wife. Look, she doesn't have the authority to make that kind of you change. You get, you get, uh, you add a day to the week, right? Mm-hmm. What would you call it? Who cares? If it, if it will get it your vote, Tom it. Day. <laughs> okay. All right, but uh, first of all, that uh, Beatles song now makes a lot more sense. Oh, eight days a week. Yeah. yeah. Second of all, three-day weekend. And also, if you do something every other day, it falls on the same day every week. Right. Doing yeah. something every other every other day is 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 a dang chore. You got to figure everything out. They should rethink all this stuff. Yeah. Because like, all right, a year is set. That's how long it takes the Earth to go around the sun. Yeah. Just and another journey through the cosmic pattern. <laughs> all right. That's what they call it. And the 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 Earth rotating, that's a set thing. Like a day is a set thing. But I feel like we came up with units of time before we figured that stuff out. Right. And yeah. where it's like, Readjust. no, we should figure out. Like, all right, this is how long a uh, 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 year is. All right, let's divide it up in 300. Right. Uh, no, I guess that doesn't work. Shit. Because it's. 
days. We don't have to work through it all no, now, Tom. We can work through it after the, after no, uh, the Patreon No, because I, re- <laughs> I realized the error of my ways. It's that a day, you know, that there are 365 days in a year no matter what. That's fine. That's we don't have to break up. them up into 12 months, for Christ's yeah, sakes. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Months are arbitrary. Or weeks, or 52 weeks. Yeah. It's never... It's and not, months don't even have the same number of days. And with leap years, not even, I think we could fix the leap year thing. Yeah. No, the way we we divvy up weeks, it's fine. Like, we can mess with that all we want. Mm-hmm. Well, if we have eight-day weeks, then there are going to be fewer weeks in the year. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Who cares? Well, but you're, you're saying we could keep both, and we can't keep both. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that, like, we can, like, y- it would still be in, in days, Right, like you wouldn't be cutting a half a day out of the out of the year. <laughs> How many people you think are screaming out the podcast right now? Like, I think most of them turned oh, it off. We're, to be fair, they're smart enough not to even listen. To, I not mean, to at this point, we're we're like not thinking about like two or three big <laughs> things. I don't know. I think we're in the we're in the clear here. <laughs> in the ballpark. We, yeah. <laughs> you pointed out. Uh, how many days there are and how many how long a year is everything else is screw months why don't we just uh all right there's hold on i'm getting out of the calculator we're figuring this out now there's there's 365 days in a year uh-huh eight days a week it's 45.6 uh <laughs> weeks in a year right uh-huh uh you just name them uh there there's 46 weeks okay so it's just week one week two so like uh <laughs> more no more no more months, months. Screw months. Who cares? But then the last week of the year is only half a week long. Yeah, but sometimes... uh, No, weeks are never (laughs) shortened. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes a week is half a week long. (laughs) No, that doesn't happen. (laughs) I know, but like, there's not exactly 52 weeks in a year now with seven days. Right. That's why we have months, I guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess there's a lot of reasons for this. Um, Boy, it's almost like uh, people spent millennia thinking about this. Uh, so if I'm running every other day, yeah, when do you think I'll be able to run the marathon? Uh, I think it's all you have. Like to be able to run a marathon, you need to be on. If like, I was able to devote enough time, mm-hmm. every like starting out like. Hey, look! I can, I can, I can do two hours if yeah. necessary, up to two hours, right? If you could devote as much time as you uh, need, I would say it'd probably still take you six months to get up to marathon shape. Oh, I, that, I, w- I, w- I was saying two years. <laughs> All right, yeah. two years. Do you think I have yeah, the discipline? No, I'm, thinking like, it, I'm very. I'm thinking like six months of like the most highly disciplined, like like uh, specialized uh, training routine. Possible. yeah no i'm not that's what it is like like there's nothing from what i understand there's nothing that can like prepare you for a marathon other than training to lead up to a marathon like it doesn't matter how often you run even like 10 miles a day well i gotta i gotta get a baseline of like being comfortable running longer distances right well you said you're up to 2.75 miles sometimes some days <laughs> some yeah days. yeah so it's times that by 10 and you got a marathon yeah. Like nine, probably. Well, your story's changing. Uh, I'm the original uh, running man. No, I don't think that's true. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, did you buy new sneakers to start running? Um, I have good enough sneakers. 
I'm not going to be one of those guys that goes out and is like, I'm going to be a runner now, and then just spends like $300 on gear, and then uh, runs for two weeks and then stops. Uh-huh. What good does that do anybody? No, no good at all. Except for uh, Nike filling their coffers. Yeah, I like Nikes. I know you do. You're basic. No, they just fit. Like I think I have kind of wide feet, and they seem to fit me. So just buy wide shoes. No, I don't want to be a creep going into the wide. I don't have foot wide show. feet, and Nikes fit me store. fine. Yeah, they fit everybody. You know what it is? I know what my Silly size in Nike there. is. And then uh, I yeah, could just, just always buy Nikes. When I buy that true. size... All you got to do is pop into a shoe store and try something out. Oh, come on. Who's going to do that? I do it all the time. And I don't Every even buy day. shoes that often. Yeah, I just want to know in case something's changed. Uh, do you want to solve a problem? Heck yeah. All right. Do you want to have any uh, final running thoughts? Um, sometimes we when I run back. too much, I get off the treadmill and I got jelly legs. That's it. That's my that's my final thought. <laughs> All right, let's have a problem. Welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem that uh, is totally right to solve. Um, we, uh, if you want to have your problem solved, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Tom? Yeah. What do we got this week? Uh, we got a letter. I don't know. If this is from a, a man or a woman, but we need a... I don't think we even need a pseudonym, actually. Yeah, we're fine with that one. You sure? Yeah, or else... All right, come up with one, then. Al, because it can be Allison. Alex or a Alexandria. Well, <laughs> Alex is unisex anyway. Yeah, let's say Alex. It's Alex. Okay. Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> well, then that's a specific person. No, it just ha this person just happens to have the same name. Dear Tim and Tom, longtime listener, love the show. I have a very important Thank you, Alex. <laughs> I have a very important fast food related problem that I am sure a doctor and a lawyer such as yourselves will have no problem solving. My girlfriend and I live near the center of Paris. It's Paris for Paris. the lay person. And recently well France? I want to say France. Uh, might be Paris, Texas. They didn't specify. Mm. Um, uh, uh, and recently, well, probably a couple of years now, a longtime dream of hers has been has finally come to fruition. I am, of course, talking about the arrival of the esteemed establishment Chipotle in this fine city, the City of Lights, Paris. That's my interjection. There, on opening night, we have since been repeat customers. There, on opening night, we have since been repeat customers. You're That's the take. These <laughs> they have opened at least a couple more restaurants, but this information is not relevant to our problem too far from us. As we have grown older, we have become lazier, weaker-willed, and have thus started using food delivery services such as Uber Eats or Deliveroo 
which uh, much more often. Fun. The <laughs> Put it in a it's not a kangaroo uh, <laughs> that comes and delivers the food. To but you. like, is that what the logo is? Probably. I think so. There's the food right there in the pouch. You. Uh, in in real life, you wouldn't want to eat anything that came out of that. Cool. You ever pouch. see what like a real kangaroo pouch looks like? Ah, inside? I don't, uh, come it's on. basically the inside of an animal. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, slimy. It is. It's, yeah, yeah, it is not like felt lined like you'd imagine a kangaroo's no. pouch to be. Yeah, not like uh, your stuffed kangaroo. <laughs> Here's our problem: Chipotle will not deliver to our apartment. Paris is divided into districts. We are in a district they that they deliver to. And yet, their arbitrarily decided delivery zone limit must stop a few yards from our place. We get food from places even further away using those very same delivery services. Having them deliver to another address and meeting them there defeats the purpose and is frankly kind of embarrassing. When we call them, they refer us to their website. And the rare times I go and pick up some delicious burritos, it's a real out-of-the-way kind of deal and just a hassle of an experience. Is there any way we can convince, convince Chipotle to deliver to our apartment? Please note that the Chipotle is approximately 1.5 miles away, an 11-minute bike ride according to Google. We believe this to be a completely reasonable distance to expect delivery from. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for the wonderful podcast. Yours sincerely, Alex. Nobody, that... uh, nobody owes you delivery. Go screw, Alex. Wow. Next episode. They're not. <laughs> next episode. Well, I'm not going to record another episode now. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think we needed to keep their name a secret. Well, I told them to go screw it. I didn't want to. <laughs> and I was just kidding around. I, 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 I sympathize. But the White Castle won't, uh, won't deliver to me. Uh, what service do they use to deliver? Seamless. I, see, oh, really? Mm -hmm. Weird, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because seamless for, you know, all these things are, are crazy and different. But, like, seamless does not provide the delivery themselves. Seamless is also Grubhub now. They combined. Yeah. And it's just somebody from It's the just, in, yeah. Instead of calling, you do it online. Right. And, but the restaurant And they pay a lot of money to seamless for and, no reason. And the restaurant sends somebody uh, that works for them. Uh, who works on tips, yeah. you know, to, to go deliver it. Mm -hmm. But Uber Eats, my understanding was always like that there are Uber drivers that also opt into Uber Eats. Yeah. And they're like, hey, instead of picking up a person and taking them from place A to place B, I'll pick up a hamburger and take that from place A to place mm -hmm. B. Imagine that. Now imagine uh, I'm that's your life. You driving <laughs> driving <laughs> hamburgers around, around for a living. Yeah. Uh, to be so lucky. Uh, well, hamburger you can't eat. Yeah. The the one Yeah, I'd always go like this two, please. <laughs> oh, they ordered two. But guess what? They only ordered one. <laughs> yeah, I mean they would probably go, Oh, well they just paid for maybe one. Maybe there's sir. maybe there's something to be uh to be worked out. Like I'll order two burritos. Look, Ooh. I'm gonna look the other way when <laughs> only one comes to my house. That's not a bad solution. Right? Yeah. You or bribe I mean, them with well, burritos, or, or you could offer like a uh, you know a few bucks extra tip in case. No, it's got to be it's got to be. You got to launder it through yeah. Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, the head of Uber Eats 
catches wind of this. Yeah, hey, I'm then not you're getting all any, out. Yeah, the any... driver's screwed, and then you're you're out of burritos from, yeah. from for the foreseeable future. So when they come with two burritos, you just take one out of your hand, and you go, I only saw one burrito. What about you? Yeah. And and you wink, you wink throughout. Yeah. Like give him a good dozen week winks. You, while you're you take it. out two burritos, you put them both on the floor. You stand in <laughs> outside the door. You're standing inside the door. Then you nudge one burrito outside the door with your foot, <laughs> yeah. and then we go thank you, and then close the door. Yeah, and hey, whatever happens from there. Yeah. The next. Hey, not my business. What happens to that other burrito? Yeah, but the next morning, you know. Take a look so you don't fall down your steps yeah. on a slipping on a burrito. Yeah. Because those uh, aluminum. Yeah, the raccoons would have gotten to it by then. They don't have raccoons in Paris. What? They have uh, uh, skunks. You know this from cartoons. Oh, that's true. Um, skunk violated so many people's personal space. Just really the one, the the cats. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like. This is all so confusing to me. I get it. You know what, though? I'll tell you what. I wouldn't be beneath giving a different address and just waiting. <laughs> but she, he or she does not want to do that. Yeah. That's demeaning. Here's the thing. Nobody it's a mile know. and a half away. You got to just, like, if you want a burrito. What do they say? They got old and lazy or something? Yeah. So they used to go out for burritos, but now they want them in. Yeah, because they're old and lazy. Here's the, here's the thing that that comes along. This is as uh, somebody who uh, their metabolism hit a wall, mm-hmm. um, so much that he took up running. Yeah. Right. Uh, guess what? If you want to indulge in a chipotle burrito, which is admittedly uh, an indulgence, mm-hmm. look, just make a deal with yourself. You gotta go get it. You gotta go get it yourself. Maybe it's too indulgent. Maybe they're saving you from from yourself. Maybe that. Bald doofus that owns uh, Chipotle knows what he's doing. I don't think there's a bald doofus that owns Chipotle. Yeah, I think so. Steve you're, something. You're thinking of Amazon again. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say this. I You can probably put notes in there, right? What do you mean? Like in the order. Maybe. I don't think that's the time for nah, negotiation. No, you can put notes in there. This is what you say. You say... You order it to a nearby in the delivery zone area and you say, this is fine. However, there's an extra five bucks in it for you if you bring it to this address. It's it's not a drug house. Don't worry. Or just be like, hey, there's drugs. It's a drug house. You like drugs? Yeah. And then when they come, the cops Mm -hmm. are waiting for them. And it's a it turns out it was a sting operation all the time. Or, no, this is Paris, Sim. You have to offer them drugs. You offer them cigarettes and wine. You they say. don't need that. That that, that, that comes yeah. like uh, water comes out of the faucet. <laughs> cigarettes and wine. <laughs> they have a cigarette faucet and a wine faucet. This yeah. uh, lay backed up. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> I, can be, I can do impressions of Europeans. <laughs> you said that's all right. <sighs> If thanks. You, yeah, thanks for the thanks for the letter. I don't know. Hey, just, you're you know, welcome. Just uh, go go get the burrito yourself. You'll, <laughs> you'll be happy for it. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me on the six at your pal Tim. If you want to support the show, support our sponsors. Check them out. Also, check out tcgte.com slash pledge for our Patreon, where you can get bonus weekly mini episodes. 
and tcgt.com slash Amazon, where you can do your normal Amazon shopping, but give your boys a little treat, a little tip. A little taste. <laughs> a taste. You don't have to tip us on Amazon. That's not a thing. Tom, uh-huh. I don't think... Uh you're going to be uh, as fit as I am in one year's time. All right. Do you feel bad about that? Um, I mean... Are you a little worried that I'm going to get in really good shape? No, I'm not worried that you're going to get in really good shape. I'm worried that I'm going to get in worse shape and you're going to get in like moderately better shape. What if I get in great shape? If you get in great shape... Will you shape? be embarrassed to be seen <laughs> with me? <laughs> to stand alongside you? Yeah. People will be like, what is this, a uh, before and after picture? Yeah. <laughs> you got uh, skinnier and shorter. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, I maybe I should aspire to be like a shrink ray version of you. <laughs> sure, if you want to. It seems like not a great way to spend my life. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we can get booked at a lot more places if. Uh, uh, oh man, <laughs> if we were just a, a magic act. A magic act with uh, me, uh. the slightly shrinking man. <laughs> and we also get a baby. What? Oh uh, yeah, because babies, you know, baby looks like anybody. Yeah, exactly. You just put them in the same shirt. We'll, yeah. we'll, me, you, and the baby will all have to be wearing a, the same shirt. That's non-negotiable. Yeah, and that, but that's easy to sort out. Yeah. I don't know. You just go to a store. You go, uh, I'd like this shirt in my size, a slightly smaller size, and baby size. <laughs> I got a big show coming <laughs> up this weekend. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. That's that's M A C K W E. Oh my god! Okay. Is it still recording? <laughs> that's M A C K W E L D O N dot com. Show off. <laughs> Can we just switch your voice with mine? Now put it through the Tom filter. <laughs>